Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of the Startup Diary podcast. Now, you're used to hearing me fire three topics across the Harrison. He picks one and we dig into that. This week, sadly, we have not been able to jump on the mics. So we are picking up a previous topic and zooming into that for today's show. Enjoy. Adam, we had a email from Paul. I messed up. Standard. So, At least Paul picked your point. So I thought we'd come back to uh, the other two topics that we spoke about for the Friday show. Um, he wanted to know more about the all hands on deck meetings. Okay, cool. Um, can I, do I have a second to like pull up my notes from what I made on that? Pull one? up your notes. Consult the Bible. Is that Moleskin, mate? It's Moleskin, Moleskin. Don't I say? Is that deluxe? Moleskin naturally. Is, it doesn't need to say the word oh, deluxe because it it's automatically say. deluxe. <laughs> of course. <laughs> My mistake. Inside jokes, people. Um, okay, cool. Let's pull this back. All hands meetings. So, first, I'll probably cover off what I don't really know what an all hands meeting is, but I've, I've. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been doing them. I've been doing them. I've. I've taken what I think an all-hands meeting is and mm-hmm. made it something that I want to do. So if you're listening to this thinking, that's not an all-hands meeting, I apologize. <laughs> um, but this is my version of an all-hands meeting and I'll explain what we do, why we do it. Um, and again, like if just on that note, if, if there's a process that you are trying to do, whether you hear us do it or you hear someone else do it, make it your own and make it work for you. Don't try and pigeon yourself or pigeon the business into a certain process. Uh, everything's different. Everyone is unique. You're all snowflakes. Did I just insult our audience? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to timestamp that and just re-listen to it later just to see how patronizing it really was. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, um, so a bit of context. Uh, what we have never really done, we've tried to sort of get everyone on the same page in terms of uh, the stuff that we need to be doing as a team, the projects that we're on, and we have all these fancy project management tools. We now use something called Monday. Um, we actually had a listen to the question asking what tools we use. I think we're going to get to, are we going to do that in that the future? That is scheduled in. So I won't cover that off at the moment. So we've got loads of cool project management tools and bits like that in terms of how we do the work internally. Uh, but the one thing that was missing do you know what I know what spurred this on, actually? A singular comment from Richard Chappell. I forgot all about this. So, uh, Richard, if you listen to this show, you're probably running right now. Enjoy the run. Uh, so, Richard, we had a call, I think it was in December, uh, and he... I didn't... When I'm just going back to my notes, I found it here. And he made a comment in terms of... So, obviously, we spoke about Richard Chappell in terms of the playbook. <clears throat> Uh, but yep. he, he made a comment and I, I noted it down. He says, make sure everyone has the same version of the truth. So, what's that facial okay. expression for? <laughs> Nothing. I don't really know what that meant, but I know what I thought it meant. And internally as a team, I'm trying to build a team that doesn't require me to make every decision. Mm-hmm. And the only way that you do that is if people understand where we play, the playbook stuff, where we play, where we focus, where we win. Uh, and by doing that, everyone is aligned to the mission but what then people still don't know is what are actual things we're working on and who's responsible for them so in terms of everyone has the same version of the truth it's understanding everything that's taking place in the business so when something new comes in whether whether Matthew 4 looks after websites or whether SAR looks after verified they all know 
what the whole company collectively is working mm -hmm. on. So it allows for faster decisions and a deeper understanding of people's working KPIs. Um, so I sort of I went, actually, how do I roll that out? Then I started looking at something called an all-hands meeting. So what we do every, between nine and 10 on a Monday, the team complete their reports and their lattice update. We'll talk about lattice in the software show. Um, it's a pe pe people, there's, there's a lot of stuff that we do. Uh, and I, I covered it off before. The reason we're having to build some processes is we're, we're growing and uh, we're, we're past the 10 people mark and you have to start building these processes in. Um, so between nine and 10, they find their data from the previous week's work, whatever their metrics are that they're tracking, they throw them into uh, a presentation, which we use on Google Slides which is a shared collaborative working document for the whole team. So everyone does that between nine and 10. And at five to 10, we all get together in one of our offices uh, and we fire it up onto the screen and we load up the presentation. So what this is, is a document that covers the pillars in the business that we work on. So there's four or five key pillars. There's uh, the development that takes place underneath it all. And within that presentation, I open up with reminding people about our core values, it's again, we covered off in a previous show, it's about driving that home every single week, reminding people who we are, what, what we are, what we're about. So when new people join the team, they hear it. Uh, you, you will have heard it 50 times by the end mm -hmm. of this year. The person that starts on the 1st of January next year, probably hung over actually, the 3rd of January next year, uh, will only have heard it for the first time. Mm. So it's getting those up to speed. So we start off with the core values. Uh, and then what we do is we go into, uh, and we take turns to take the lead of the screen um, and the way we do this, just I don't know whether this is interesting people, but uh, what's that device called? Chromecast. We use a Chromecast, Chromecast, plug it into the TV, and then we cast it from an iPad. So super simple. And I, I would care about knowing those details in terms of how to run these meetings. It's all that little stuff in between that can slow people down. So Google Slides, collaborative document, everyone throws the data in, load it up onto the screen, use a Chromecast, then we just hand the iPad over, and then we go through everyone's sections. So if we take, what was the one we did as an example? Verified. So we did verify this. Was that the one example we did on Monday? Um, <clears throat> I can't remember. I think, I think it was. An example, because we, we... The full we, deck. It was, it was, it was. We, I know we, we, ran, we ran through all the different aspects because we're still being introduced to what these presentations are. Yep. We glossed through everything and just had a lot of dummy data and things like that. Yep. So but yeah, verified it's a good was point. probably the more fleshed out one. So what I did is I didn't try and come back to the team first week back of Jan with, here's the presentation, guys. Here's what we all need to fill in. Um, again, because I know a lot about the company. I don't know everything about the company and I want to hear it. We have really smart people and there's no point having smart people in a team if you don't listen mm. to them. So what I did is I put an example pillar verified on the screen and I said guys here's, here's verified and we always start that with what it is why we do it and who's responsible for that project so that looked like me Sarah and Danny so there's three people on that project that are responsible for it here's what they do and then the following slides are like big graphs and charts uh, that are sort of like here's what the data was last week here's what the data is this week here's the goals that we're trying to achieve big charts and then it goes into, here's the actions that we're working on this week. So if we think about it in sort of three areas, report the data, tell people the actions that are taking place this week, and then tell people on a more macro sort of two or three month plan what's happening. So verified look like, here's how many people have got reviews in the system. Here's the stuff we're doing this week. And on a macro level, uh, we're doing a trade show at the end of the month. 
and then we've got stuff in red is the stuff that we're struggling with. So we put all this dummy data in, uh, and then the rest of that meeting, which took place, uh, is all about talking about the pillars and then asking the team, what do you guys think are the core KPIs that we should be looking at? Because as a team, we spoke about it in a really good show, which was something like too many metrics or something. Like, while I'm talking, can you find that episode? Because I think that was one of our- It was analysis paralysis. Is that what you called it? And I will get back to you on what show number that was. Awesome. It was one of, one of my favorite shows. Uh, and I actually went back and listened to it based on the comments we had for that show. Um, so we tracked too many metrics as a business. I didn't call it analysis paralysis. I was about to say. Um, I, remember, I must have put it in the description or something. Um, it's episode 252, measuring too many metrics and not enough action. So we, and guys, this is all about like, we're not talking shit for the sake of talking. We put that episode at the end of last year and then my job was the 50, 60, 70 metrics that we track, boiling them down to the one, two, three, four that we really care about. So we went through that as a team and then we brainstormed it as office package. Do we care about how many customers we have in the office package? Yeah, we do. But what we really care about is how many people are using it, how many invoices are being sent, what's the value of those invoices? Because that's the bigger indicator of the usage of that. So we looked at our metrics as a team and we worked through them. So every week now we're gonna meet at 10 o'clock. We're gonna go through and we're gonna hand over the iPad to people in the team to talk about the area of the business that they're working on. Share what, what they're working on and share the problems that they're having so t together we can work out how we work through that and get the best result. Then we move into a recap from me. And then we move into a Q&A session, which is if there's anything top of mind, anything that you want to know, anything, and there's some really good questions that came out of it, actually. Anything that's sort of in the company that we don't know, like who, one of the questions, like who are we hiring right now? Mm. Like there's loads of job postings. Who are we hiring? Told people who we're hiring, why we're hiring them, and where we're struggling. And the CEO's job in an all-hands meeting is to make sure that people think there's no smoke and mirrors. Mm -hmm. Like what you see is what you get. Everything that I know about the business, you can know. So ask me anything that you want to. And it's, a, it's making people feel that actually on a Monday morning by 11 o'clock, I know exactly what's happening in the company. I know what my tasks are this week and I know how it impacts the big mission. And that's my way of making sure sort of by midday, because we'll have like follow-ups and stuff afterwards. People ask questions and we do a client thing afterwards. By midday, if I didn't come into the office for four and a half days, I know that the team are aligned and they can make their own decisions because they all have that same version of the truth. How are you finding it? What's the, from, the, from, the, from a member of the team's perspective? I think one of the biggest benefits of it are, um, <clears throat> sorry, I was stretching. Tried to subtly do that without anyone knowing. Um, yeah, I, we, I actually, me and Edie actually spoke about this and one of the, one of the, um, the best things about it is that it it just makes you aware of what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Because um, obviously we're in two different offices at the moment, but then like it's going to break out even more into departments at some point when the company grows. Yeah. But to know, for example, to know where the app's at from the website team's point of view. Yeah, um, 100%. Like we, we've had a bit of an issue with the development side of things and, and all that jazz, but to just have Mark on the screen for two minutes just to say, here we are with this, here's the expected date for that, uh, done. Like super short and simple. Uh, and then the same with the website team is like, I have no clue or had no clue before how well it was doing, how well the SEO packages were doing or anything like that. These are all just great little nuggets just to get you up to speed 
on where the rest of the company is going. Um, and then from Edie's point of view as well, we're gonna, we've got a client slide now where we're at with clients or the three biggest clients this week that the deadlines are due, for example, because it can appear or it used to appear that Edie would just tap on your desk and say, look, can I, I need this for Friday. Yep. And it kind of seems to blindside you and come out of nowhere. Yep. But that's because you never really knew what Edie was doing. 100%. You just, you just and, knew she worked with clients. And, and you don't know how she important starts, it is. You yeah, don't know whether exactly. it's a project for a three-run client or it's a project for yeah. an 80K client. Yeah. It's like, and that does change things. <laughs> it's like, this is yeah. this is paying two people's salary sort of thing. Um, that's really, really good feedback for me to hear. One of the problems, one of the risks for me is I don't want to add too many layers of admin and work. Mm. So I've tried to, I think one of the lessons that I'm trying to get on the mics is if you are giving people admin, make sure it's for a really good reason but make sure that it's not just admin that you think is for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Make sure that when you're doing the reporting between nine and 10, you go, actually, this is a really good use of my time because I know that everyone else is doing it as well. I know that by the end of it, we're all going to be on the same page and I'll know we're all singing from the same hymn sheet. When someone says, what's the website package? Because Matt Ford has to stand up and say, here's the website package. Here's what it is. Here's why we do it. All of a sudden, when someone calls up, we're all, we all know, mm. like we all know what's going on in the business. Uh, one of my fears I had at the end of last year is the company becomes siloed off. We have two separate offices now, mm-hmm. like, uh, and we've we've decorated them and we've tried to make them a bit more of a better environment for people. Um, and I nearly just did this one. I thought I can't do that. Like I've got to go and kick the other office out, not this <laughs> one that I'm sat in. Um, but this is tried, and we've put the meeting room in that one to try and bring us together more often. And it's literally across the hallway, people. It's like a meter away. But it's amazing how much a door, a door. two doors, and a, and a meter gap make a difference. Um, but by doing all this, it's just trying to make sure that we don't run the company as silos. It's not the website team has no impact on the rest of the business. They just care about revenue from trades because the website team have some fantastic people in there that are great at content writing, that are great at SEO. So what we're now trying to do is make sure that the smart people in the company can impact other areas of the company if needed. If we have a big problem around verified and we're trying to grow the SEO SEO and the traffic and the rankings of that website, Danny Back is amazing. So I've actually said to Matt, I need him. Like he's, yes, he's a website team member, but he's great at SEO. I need him because Verified is so important. So we've worked that out. And it's like, he's now what would have been cross department, Mm. but it's not. We all have one mission as a company. And it's like, we know what you do day to day. We know what you do day to day. But like one of our core values is be a firefighter. It's go and help other people if something's not going to plan. Yeah. And I think it's, it just raises all of the areas that the company can do. So like if if you've got, if we've got a, a campaign, for example, um, like you might, you might have just maybe just maybe you did know, but you completely forgot that we've got Danny that's the master at SEO. Like it's like, oh, maybe maybe if we just did a short four week campaign with Danny, or maybe we get forty to do as a quick landing page, or whatever it might be. Yep. Like it keeps every department of the business top of mind and 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 the skill sets it, within it. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm super happy with it. Uh, and then. Some of you are probably thinking, hold on, I thought you had a couple of guys that don't work in the office. Like they work for us full time, but they're not in the office. Mark, our CTO, is not in the office. Comes up twice a week-ish. Um, so we use, there's loads of different software out there. And again, we'll talk about it on the software show, but we use Zoom. Mm-hmm. I don't think Zoom's on our list, actually. When you ask me uh, I believe it is. 
Cool. So we use Zoom. So that's our way of basically putting these guys in a room with us uh, so they can hear the presentation. They flick through it together on Google Slides at the same time. So we're all working from the same deck. And then I literally just turn the screen around and say, Mark, mm. development update. And he spent three minutes. He'd obviously prepped three minutes, <laughs> super concise update. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, good follow-up question from Paul. Actually quite glad we got to cover this off. And if you as a business owner, whether it's you and you've got 20 staff, 50 staff or whether it's you and one intern, I would honestly see the value in spending time every Monday morning just getting into the habit. Is it greasing the root, grinding the groove? Greasing, greasing the groove. Greasing the groove. If you're grinding it, you're doing it wrong. So greasing the groove, getting into the habit of uh, getting your team up to speed, whether they're remote, whether they're freelance, whatever they are, get yourself into the habit of communicating what are the things we're working on as a business, who's responsible for what and what are the things we're working on this week. Because as you grow your team, um, I'm prematuring saying this, but I honestly think it'll make a big impact um, because normally when you give admin to a team, they're like, oh, fuck, not more admin. But I mm. think people see the benefit of this overall. Um, so try it. Guys, whatever size your business is, go away and try communicating to your team every Monday morning exactly what's going on in the business so everyone is aligned to what the big, ugly, hard tasks need to be done um, and make sure you keep it honest. As soon as the team feel like I am hiding something or I'm not being honest, those meetings fall apart. No one want to come to them and make sure that people feel safe in that environment to ask hard questions. Um, that will come with time, uh, but the, the way you get around that is by not bullshitting your team mm. because you, yes, as a founder, you have to keep people motivated, but that doesn't mean that you have to pretend everything's good all the time. If you have a good team that are loyal to you as a business owner, that are loyal to the cause of the business, they will all dig in when they need to what you can't do is ask them to dig in all the time or you can't actually just say everything's good all the time because then you don't get that extra push when you really need it. Nothing else from me, mate. Cool. Uh, guys, if you have any questions you want to follow up with this or anything else, email questions at startupdiary.club. Or if you have a voice question, guys, we're on the Anchor app, which is a podcasting app. So you can head over to Anchor, download that app, uh, and you can actually send us a voice message, whether that's a review for the show that we can drop off at the front, uh, or it can be a listener question that we can drop the audio in just to add a little bit more dynamic range onto the show, an extra voice, get the question you want answered, send it in, and we'll make sure we get it on a future show. Voice questions will naturally move the way up to the top uh, because we just super appreciate it. Um, guys, on that note, we haven't asked for any reviews recently. We are sitting at about 135 reviews in iTunes. As of today, right now, we are the 18th. Mm. We are number 18. Top of the world, baby. Top of the world, business podcast, and that is down to you helping us share this show and leave us the reviews that you're leaving. That keeps me and Harry super motivated. So if you get any value from this show at all, do us a favor. Stop what you're doing. Pull over that white Ford or whatever it was before. John, pull the car over, search podcast. Create another account, leave another review. <laughs> search podcast, hit five stars, and then tell us where and why you listen to the show. And don't forget, if you're working on something cool, do the shameless plug. We will read it out. From me, and I know from Harry because he's mid-stretch, yep. have a fantastic day. And thank you so much for being a listener to the show. It means the world to us. Speak to you soon. Thank you.